Happy August. <laughs> Man, we uh, we're getting in the mood, end of summer uh, mood by watching the 1992 Eastern Conference playoffs, Bulls Knicks in Chicago. It's physical. Oh yeah. Uh, this is on in the back. Sport Mart was a sponsor. Um, <laughs> physical. The game isn't as graceful. That's not a knock on 90s basketball. Just it's a fact. Yeah. It's like a little bit more rugged. Yeah. I mean. Like you didn't have to be so skilled like in today's game. Like if you're a big man, you need to be able to like hit a jump shot. Pass the ball. Pass the ball. Dribble 10 times. Yeah. Double digit dribbles is a stat for big men. But back then it's like. Just um, be strong. Uh, dunk. Dunk. Push people. Yeah, I haven't seen Ewing dribble the ball. And he dribbled once, spin move, missed a shot. Bodies uh, on the ground. All the time. Oh, hey, that doesn't happen to highlights. <laughs> so we're watching Michael Jordan go against uh, John Starks. And uh, it's weird. We're so used to seeing all the highlights with Michael Jordan, you know, amazing and now we're seeing like misses fouls ball getting stolen obviously that happens but and no one chucks the ball at the end (laughs) (laughs) i am a i'm feeling a little like the allergies again to me Mm. which is you know understandable but it's also it's like annoying you know i want to take all those allergy pills and be drugged nba on nbc (laughs) Yeah, it's it's so wild that like July flew by. Um, thanks for sticking with us. Yeah, you guys. It's been, it's just like things happen. Like even during like pandemic, like the reality of it is, like life still goes on. Yeah, you know, like we're still working. Um, surprise. Yeah, but not surprised. And mainly just like, I'm, I'm just trying to like do things that are fun and, and make me happy. Yeah. So I've been, I've been going to like, now that they've opened up like Disneyland and California Adventure for, um, cast members. Oh yeah. Like that's what I've been doing. Yeah. And it's fantastic everyone <laughs> you're so happy let's uh let's also give a shout out to our homie nina out there because he's uh he's he's back on the disney train yes so that's it's always fun when our friends uh that was something that like we were like not on podcast but like yeah we were just like talking about nina and, like i was like is he gonna go back yeah you know it's always a lot of our friends out there who you know just, not just listeners but our friends, a lot of our friends haven't worked since the, pe- the pandemic and it's nice to, to know when people are getting back to work and uh, living, living this life among, you know, during this pandemic and, and getting some sense of whatever normalcy means to you, you know, and, and having fun and, and getting a regular schedule. But um, it's been fun to, to like keep track of all those things and, and hear good news from, from folks. So um, and also, like, I noticed some other friends have gone to Disneyland as well. So it's interesting to be like, oh, cool. Like, people are getting out and about, you know. People are getting out and about. And it's, what they're doing is they're, it's like limited capacity still. Yeah. So you have to, um, like, reserve days for cast members. Like, if you want to go, you can't just show up. Oh, you got to, like, say, hey, this is the date. Yeah, you have to, like, set it up online. And then... Like you go in and it's, it definitely like, it feels good because it's not as crowded, but they're doing some like weird things that make it still feel crowded. Like there's no fast passes. So everyone's just lined up in the standard line. Oh. And it's like, wouldn't it make sense to do a fast pass so that like you split that up just a little bit? Yeah. But I wonder if it's just um 
an employee thing also yeah. like limited capacity limited employees yeah that's that's makes sense um and you went you went recently yeah on last thursday i went to california adventure and i got to experience the avengers campus yeah how was that and it was i mean i'm i'm a huge like one i'm a huge like marvel mcu fan and huge disney fan like i feel like like both can do no wrong um unless you all mess up shang chi <laughs> which is soon right it's gonna be soon yeah but it was like i don't want to like spoil anything because when i went i didn't look anything up yeah i've only seen the commercials that they run all the time yeah they're pushing hard mm-hmm. that's the only thing i want to know you know and i i just want to say like everything's like super well done yeah it feels very immersive and the food is good oh yeah it's always that uh, check mark that you like completes uh an area a land uh a section of a park what was the food what did you have um they have like the shawarma carts <laughs> but of course <laughs> from they, that little easter egg shot in um they've in got the first avengers that's yeah it's great what else they yeah what else they got and then the big food like um like restaurant that they have in california adventure for avengers campus is like pim's um like test lab so they have one part just for drinks so they have like alcoholic and non-alcoholic drinks i think the funny thing about like the non-alcoholic drinks is like they'll make these like mocktails and a lot of them are based on it's like the base is gonna be um blue powerade <laughs> and someone's unscrewing the cap behind the bar slowly poured into a jar yeah it's blue powerade and carbonated water <laughs> okay okay but the the food is actually like really good we got this big humongous pretzel wow so tasty and i was like ah, oh, like it seems like a gimmick giant pretzel like giant like bigger than like if our heads were like mushed together it's like bigger than our heads wow so like they're like let's take the idea of the giant turkey legs and do pretzels yeah and it comes with like this beer cheese sauce super tasty Whoa. really good um i thought the pretzel was i was afraid that the pretzel would be like really dry it was nope nope like it was like one of the best pretzels i'm not like a pretzel connoisseur at all um but it was like one of the best pretzels i had and it was like like it's very shareable like it's not something that any one person should try to try to eat um and then the they, hell i won't yeah <laughs> you just like take a nap um and then they had the drafting of shaquille o'neal coming up at halftime whoa yeah so i guess that was the sweepstakes we're also we have it in the background the game you guys so we are slightly distracted but it's just fun to reminisce and be nostalgic about ahmad rashad and shaquille o'neal facing off and had a halftime report ahmad rashad scores on shaquille o'neal nice. shaquille O'Neal's like gonna good. break the backboard now you got to he did i wonder if that was planned I feel like it had to be right. I, re- I remember watching that as a kid. Um, like, oh, but like, what what person signed off? Like, okay, yeah, we'll have Shaq break the backboard and he'll have him land on his back. Yeah, it's gonna be fine. And I'm sure his 19 year old body can handle it, but I'm sure his 50 year old body now is like, God <laughs> damn, icy hot. I could have <laughs> called the general. <laughs> Papa John's getting here. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of wild. Like back in the day, they would just have the draft lottery like during halftime. Now it's like they have a full event event for it to get that ad revenue. Yeah. NBA. Um, Yeah. In the market of greed. Starks. I love watching these 90s sports TV and commercials. Obviously, because it's like my childhood and it's such a different time. 
think we're closer to the year 2050 than we are the year 1990. Why mm-hmm. is Alonzo Mourning there? Just what? chilling and watching the game, I guess. My dog is going crazy. What's he doing in the background? He's playing with a toy. Wesley is uh, in the background going at it. Oh, Alonzo Mourning is there and ex-Georgetown coach because Ewing, they were mm. alumni of Georgetown, right? I could be wrong. That makes sense. Yeah, but I would say if you get the opportunity to go to Avengers Campus, it's great. If you like, if you like that stuff. Yeah. If you don't, you think then, a um, person who knows nothing about like Marvel or Avengers at all would be like cool for the theatricality of it. Mm. Like maybe they've only seen like Avengers and like Iron Man. I don't think that they would really like appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. Like, kind of similar, but a little bit different. We we went to um, Galaxy's Edge, which is the yeah. Star Wars land in, in Disneyland. And we were in line for, like, they have a Millennium Falcon ride. And this, like, one lady who, she, I think she was definitely either, like, around our age or younger. Uh-oh. And I don't know if she was, like, with her kids or with her, like, nephew and niece. But she was like, she was like in line for the ride ahead of us. And she was like, like, what is this ride? To like you? almost like, yeah. She was like asking me like, oh, what is, what is this ride? Like, w- like what land are we in right now? <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is like, you're in Galaxy's Edge. Like it's the Star Wars universe. And she was like, oh. Star Wars? And I was like... Who are you? Are you drunk? Yeah, like how how high are you right now? How many vaccine shots did you get? All of them at once. Just took all the vaccines. But yeah, so it's like I have this idea that or I thought like, oh, like Star Wars is like universal. Yeah. Everyone would know it. Yeah. You see the Millennium Falcon, you, you know. know what that is. And if you're in line, and it wasn't like you just got online, you've been in line, correct? Been in line, yeah. People were holding lightsabers, Got probably like some kind of stormtroopers. Memoria, yeah. How I wonder if she was like, "Hey, watch this! I'm gonna ask this Asian guy what land we're in, and he's gonna lose his mind." <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna see if he speaks English. <laughs> and it was like foil together. She's like, "Oh, uh, ma'am, you're in Star Wars land. This galaxy's edge." She's yeah. like, "Oh, goddamn." That was so well pronunciated. How did you do that? Hey, you got translated in that ear? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was like, it was weird. Super weird because she was like, and she wasn't, she definitely looked like she was from LA. You know, she was wearing like a Herschel backpack. Yeah. Was wearing like some, like Jordan ones. Ooh. And I was like, how do you not know? Yeah. Lady, you spent a lot of money to come here. Yeah. Did you not do research? <laughs> and you, you're you standing in line. You walk past a giant spaceship. <laughs> you should actually now you should should point, point at a sponge trooper. Hey, she doesn't know what she's doing yeah. here. Escort her out. Yeah. So I think, sorry, I think because of like that, it's like I'm sure there are some people who will go to like the Avengers campus and and not be that thrilled. Oh, okay. Um, one, because... So it, it did... If people are familiar with California Adventure, but you haven't been in a while, it took over like the Bugs Land area. Oh. So that whole area is like redone into Avengers theme. And... Right now, there's only, there's one ride that existed there before, which is, like, the Guardians of the Galaxy ride. And then they have, like, the Spider-Man, like, Web Slinger ride. And that's it. So, technically, there's only, like, one new ride. And 
And then there's like stores and like food and there's like a bunch of other places that you could like take photos. That's it. Hmm. So I kind of feel like you kind of have to really enjoy Marvel or at least have like some interest in it to to have fun. I'm trying to think of other examples. I mean, another example would be if we went to Lord of the Rings amusement park and we're there and I'm like, what dragon is this? <laughs> Someone's like, you idiot, that's Smaug. Yeah. I'm like, oh, do you mean Benedict Cumberbatch? No, Smaug. I'm like, okay. It's like, why are these orcs so big? That's not an orc. <laughs> That's a, a Yurikai. Yeah. Oh, oh sorry. okay. Sorry. I'm sorry. 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 I'm an idiot. How many rounds in the song do we got to do with the... Uh, <laughs> 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 when, yeah. do we, when do we jump up and down on the bed <laughs> and <laughs> Gandalf just laughs? Excuse me, sir. Um, I would like to do uh, the elephant surf trunk um, ride. How long is the ride? How long is this wait? <laughs> <laughs> they're going to have that land eventually, right? Who owns that property? Who owns who's in charge of Lord of the Rings? Now is it is it Amazon? Peter Jackson? Do you just own it? Yeah. That would be like just go to New Zealand. You're like, "Oh, yeah. Okay." Which I guess would be the attraction. What's something else that would be equivalent to that? Well, something endearing would be like Studio Ghibli, Ghibli Land in, in Tokyo. That'd be that'd be adorable. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't know any of the things except for the movies, but I wouldn't know the names. Yeah, so they probably already have that. Yeah, I think they do, which would be really cool to go to. Like I, I think maybe last year I realized that Japan has like a Naruto theme park village. Yeah, they have the they have the Hidden Leaf Village. Is it a full park too? I think so. Yeah. That'd be cool to go to. Yeah. It I didn't really watch like a lot of videos on it, but I did watch one and it's like, oh, you're just like they have like this um like kind of like a scavenger hunt. Cool. Where you have like these like scrolls and you have to like go to different places. Yeah. And like figure things out. And it's like that would be super fun, but and I you're, feel like you're you accompanied have to know, by um, Japanese. Yeah, you're accompanied by uh, like an elder statesman, and he 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 takes a giant shuriken to the back <laughs> to uh, to save you. Yeah, <laughs> um, that would be really cool. You used to have to like use jutsus to enter and inter- exit places, so you really got to study up in your hand signs. That'd be pretty tight. Uh, upon entering exit lines, you you run out uh, in the correct stance forward. Arms out, known as the Naruto Run. Uh, yeah, that'd be really. That'd be, those would be fun parks to go to. What's a what's a park that you're like? I'm good. I'm good. Like never going back to Six Flags. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was up there in my head. I was like, any Six Flags, period. Yeah. Like one, I don't think my body can handle that. The the. Uh, the aggressiveness of the rides. Just the violence. Yeah. <laughs> the straight up <laughs> violence on the rides. Like my body couldn't handle that. Um, it just, I, I feel like I'm, I'm very elitist now because of like Disney. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I want things to be like clean. I want to be able to like go and use the bathroom and not, not feel disgusting. Not feel like physically, like sense assaults. Um, yeah, it's been a while since I've been to one. I think you're so required to eat a churro upon in- entrance, and that would make <laughs> me sick. I remember, like, for Magic Mountain, Six Flags, like, if you brought, like, a can of Coke. It's true. After 3 p.m., you like, could, like, get in. For half free price or something or half price so everyone was just like drinking like cans of soda yeah now you got to go there and drink it in front of the person yeah in one go no breaths and then crush it <laughs> and then make it into the hoop yeah put in the recycling and then they'll let you go through 
I remember that too. I remember definitely doing that. (laughs) Slamming a Coke out in the parking lot. I forget, like, someone maybe like a couple years ago was like, hey, like, we should have a Six Flags trip. And I'm just like, hey, I'm good. Uh Uh-uh. You're like, no. Uh, I think I just literally was just like, hey, yuck. It's it's those moments where you realize, oh, I'm older and uh, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Sometimes I feel that way when it, it's fun to it's fun to say no on things, and a lot of times, <laughs> just because it's funny. Yeah. You know, and then you realize, oh, that might have that might have been mean spirited, but goddamn, that was funny. Yeah. Sometimes when it's like idealistic, like hopeful, fun people you meet, they're like, hey, what's up, guys? Today's a great day, huh? Hey. No, <laughs> don't do that. What do you want to drink? Yeah. I'm not here for that. Ah, it's so funny, but it's mean. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, you know, six flags. It's a good intention, but I don't want to get sick. Exactly. I don't want to get sick. And also, like, food is such a big, like, factor in, in like, me having fun. Yeah. So... Like, I don't want to go to a Six Flags and, and eat, like, Panda Express. Nacho. Well, yeah. You know, I was thinking about Panda Express the other day because in the 90s, that's, I think that was half my my diet. Yeah. In Taco Bell. And uh, I smelled something recently. I don't know where I was at. And I was like, orange chicken. Yeah. And I was looking around. I was like, what the hell? Am I having a stroke? It was just a trash can. Yeah. Some, I mean, I was like <laughs> walking outside. And I was like, what? The, what is that? And every time I see a Panda Express outside of a mall, I'm like, maybe there's hope. Yeah. Maybe this is a good one. <laughs> I haven't been in one since maybe early 2000s, but mm. for sure the 90s. Um, and uh, what if Panda Express is at Six Flags? I think, I mean, when I was Whoa. in college. They were? They were. So they've got the lockdown. And I was just like, hey, you want to make people sick? Like, don't get me wrong. I love the idea of eating Panda Express. And I love the first, like, like three minutes of it. But after I finish, like... You want to go on a ride? Like, yeah, I just feel like there's something. There's something about it. What, what, was your, what, was your go, what's your go, what was your go-to? I would do, like, the three, Combo. three items... Fried rice. Sometimes I would go fried rice because I'm like, ooh, fried rice. Yeah. And then I think the very first time I ordered the fried rice, I was like super stoked. And then I saw it. I'm like, hey. (laughs) What is that? (laughs) What are you doing? So I think my go-to is just like go white rice. Yeah. Play it safe. Um, Because I like adding like the meats to my white rice and then making the rice like saucy. Ooh. So I would go orange chicken. Correct. Um, sometimes they would have like this eggplant dish, which is like a like a Chinese dish. And hey, all of it's Chinese dish. Damn it! Right. <laughs> 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 eggplant with um beef. Or just eggplant. It would just be like like this saucy eggplant. Oh, that sounds so dish. good. I know what you mean. Like kind of garlicky. Ooh, garlic eggplant. And then I would go with like maybe sometimes with like the kung pao chicken. But then I'll too then much there's chicken. times where I'm like, yeah, exactly. It's like hey, chicken. It's too much chicken. <laughs> You're just making the decisions on the fly. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, mm, could I get like the broccoli beef without the broccoli? But yeah, with that sauce. They wouldn't, obviously. They're not gonna do that for you. But you're like, but but look. Sometimes they would have like the barbecue pork, like the chashu. Yeah, um, I would get that, but they wouldn't have it all the time. Not all the time. And a lot like I think if I remember correctly, it was an upcharge. Yeah. I and don't. I would just be like No. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> you got me. Did you ever fuck around and be like, I I, I panic, you'd be like, uh, yeah, chime in. Yeah, it's always like my one, one. A few times I've I've done that. I'm like maybe it'll be maybe yeah. it'll be a good idea. You always were like ah, this, and you know I'm, I was always disappointed. Yeah, I'm like this always. is awful. How long? How old are these noodles? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because at least with like the the rice, it's still in the rice cooker, so it'll stay. It's gonna stay. 
those noodles, they just flipped them over a couple times yeah. from yesterday. <laughs> they readjust the heat lamp yeah. <laughs> to hit a different angle. Yeah, every time. And I always panic bought them when I didn't, when I wanted a third different item. Yeah. Sometimes I would see the garlic, the eggplant, but cool. <laughs> and then like, but like yeah. those are the two, right? Yeah. It's just like, okay, this is your second, you know, fill in the blank one. And the third one's like, uh, uh. Egg roll. I'm like, oh, no, it's too easy. Uh, yeah, yeah, chow mein. I was like, oh, okay. They're like, you want rice and chow mein? Yeah, I'm like, don't, don't judge me. <laughs> it's not for me. I'm sharing with this guy. Yeah. The guy's like shaking his head. No, I don't want that. I don't want chow mein. Yeah, always, always, always. Chow mein's only good at family functions. Or like at real Chinese restaurants. And that's like the funny thing where it's like, like it's such a simple thing. Mm-hmm. But I can right now I can see the big tray pan of chow mein yeah. at a at a family party and yeah. go ooh yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's just somehow like pandas like hey let's do a bad version of this. <laughs> let's trick like why do you want to trick people? Like <laughs> why would that be your intention? Like but I don't know maybe maybe there are people that love it it's hard for me to believe that so that's why i didn't say it (laughs) but at at the same time to kind of like tangent but to stay like on course a little bit i was definitely more of a yoshinoya person than a panda yeah i i for the bulls for the beef bulls yes always beef bull they weren't as accessible because they're more in the south bay um, up north and they were, it was like a treat. It was like, hey, you want to, you want to, like, especially after like we'd go surfing, like it'd be like closer to noon. My dad's like, oh, you want to go to Yoshinoya? I'm like, yeah, I'll get a beef bowl. Yeah. And it was never like a, because like Pan Express was too easy, like getting off the bus and it's there. And you're like, well, I guess this is my lunch and dinner. Mm. And Yoshinoya was all those things of like, oh, I'm out. Especially when I was a kid, like, oh, I'm not driving there. and We're getting driven there. Did you just get beef bowls there? Yeah, yeah, I would always do like beef, no veggies. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, like it's weird. That's that's so interesting because, like, in my mind, because I can visually in my mind see I can pinpoint four Yoshinoyas right now. Oh, nice. Um, that I know of, and so then for me, I just thought like, oh, they're every like they must be everywhere. I think now at this point okay. they kind of are. But in the early 2000s, they were far and few between. And they def- and then they, to me, they were like, uh, do you guys have a Sora Bowl out here? It was a Korean version of it. Mm-mm. They were in the mall, Korean. Um, and that's one of the first places where you can get like a Korean style like bowl. Um, but they had like kimchi and stuff. That's awesome. So like that was one of the things I, so I guess that might have, between those three, Pan Express, Yoshinoya, and Sorobol. Dude, we just covered the gamut on Asian food right there. <laughs> all, all the three Asian superpowers. <laughs> um, I'm, that's making me hungry yeah. for a stomach ache. But eat all that <laughs> right now. <laughs> Get sick. Yeah. But I think like because... Yoshinoya was just like so simple. Like I wouldn't feel I don't feel as bad. Yeah. Like eating it. And I hear that like in Japan. It's amazing. Yoshinoya, yeah. It's the shit. Well, not even just Japan, like Asia. Mm. Because I had a buddy who came, he lived in the Philippines for a while. And it was so funny. I picked him up and we're driving. He's like and he got like too excited. And I was confused. He's like, Oh hey man, let's grab the Yoshinoya. And I look, it's in the strip mall next to like a Metro or Cricket Wireless. Oh, yeah. And like Both. a pawn store, <laughs> a, a pawn store. And then like, uh, like, you know, a utility store that sold, you can make keys and get flour. And, and then a, like, and a subway. And a subway <laughs> and in one shop. And I was like, oh, okay. And I was like, look, Mike, you're high all the time. I get it. Yeah. He's like, do you want anything? I'm like, no, I'm good. Um, grab yourself something I make. Call. Never forget pulling in to this shitty parking lot <laughs> and him getting out and like running in there like a child yeah. like freedom 
And when he came out, he was he he felt like someone slapped him in his face. He was like, "That, what is that?" He was yeah. like, "Oh, is there different Yoshinoyas?" I'm like, "No, that's it." He's like, "This is very different than, I mean, I think even in the Philippines they had good ones, mm. or wherever he was at." He goes, "It's they, what do they do to these?" Yeah. And on the way, we went to Chipotle afterwards, and he's like, the, "They made this ass backwards. Why do they do this to Yoshinoya?" I was like. Probably because like cost and money wise, and I don't know, but this is how Yoshinoya is seen here. He's like, what? <laughs> you just like realize that the American palate, like this is a huge generalization, but also like kind of like real. Just coming back from Florida not too long ago, um, the typical American palate sucks. Yeah, and it's so easy to please. Salt, just add salt, mm. and that's it the world's first spice yeah and it's like why would i want to go to like all right don't get me wrong i love yoshinoya i love it but at the same time it's like why are you serving flan oh yeah and cheesecake at the same time next to each other is that what they're serving there yeah like that's their like dessert options and then someone was someone was like some some regional manager just was like you know we should um Implement flan, cheesecake. Hey, you know this is Yoshinoya, right? Yeah, I'm a genius. Yeah, it'll sell. <laughs> Let's call it New York cheesecake. Yeah. Ooh, even better. It appeals to yeah. <laughs> oh, gross. It's like getting uh, who had the cheesecakes? What fast food establishment had the cheesecakes in the little sealable things? Jack in the Box. Oh, Carl's. Was it Carl's Jr.? And a little yeah. like sealed top where you got to peel it open where it's like, why is this so hard? I'm stabbing it with my fork. Yeah. Yeah. You remember that? You Because you got those too. That was like one of the spots that as a child, you were like, oh, this is great. And then you grow up and it's like, what the what? hell is happening? Iron rings in these goddamn burgers. With us. With the, I, one of the options to decide is the cheesecake. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, oh, I haven't thought about that in a long time. Cheesecake as an option. Something that I was like thinking about, um, kind of like connecting the dots, like, you know, making the point that like I want Shang-Chi to like do well. And this will connect to food also. But, you know, I was like kind of thinking like, all right, like what would, what would cause like Shang-Chi to do well? And I think it's really about, like, are, are Asian Americans willing to, like, step up and, and actually go see it uh -huh. and, and support it, like, wholeheartedly? And I think one of the sad stereotypes of Asians and specifically Chinese people that, you know, it's kind of a stereotype, but, like, also me just being, like, Chinese-American, like, I see it. It's, like, sometimes we're cheap. Mm. And, you know, if you go watch a movie at an AMC, you should go watch an AMC. Um, <laughs> you know, your ticket's going to be, what, like... $16, $18? $16, just for yourself. And if you have a family of, like four or five like you're pushing like a hundred bucks for like a few hours and i don't know i hope i'm wrong and i hope the the asian community like comes out and supports it because i think that's like the only way for like shang chi to to kind of spark something special mm-hmm um, not saying that it's going to be like the one and only catalyst, but we kind of like brought this up before and, and you probably, you can probably either go deeper into this or even just like squash it because you have a better understanding of like, you know, the, the pulse of Asian Americans and like entertainment. And it's like, like this doesn't, we don't get these shots yeah. very often. So exciting. And it's September, right? It's exciting, but I'm nervous scary. and scared. Yeah, it's a lot of writing on this. There's a but 
you know, I haven't thought about too much of the, of those like numbers wise, but also like the expectation. I definitely have, uh, I'm definitely ex- more excited about seeing this than, you know, no disrespect to Black Widow. Mm, I know how you die. Yeah. Um, this is a chapter that we don't know. So that, you know, there's that and it'll be fun to see. But with, with, uh, Shang-Chi, I'm definitely excited. I like, you know, we, we've never seen this, so it's going to be really fun. And that's for sure probably going to be the one of two movies I get to see this year in the movie theaters. Um, I want to see uh, The Green Knight as well. Mm-hmm. But and with another Asian American or Asian, not American, but Asian actor uh, in, in, the, in the lead. So that's, you know, that's two movies I get to support. Dev Patel and uh, Simu Lu. So that's pretty cool. I, I think I think the folks who especially in the industry are gonna support it's there's no there's no like wasn't gonna doubt that I think you're right on the like will the the community who goes see who who were see, who used to see movies all the time go out like the normal moviegoers will people go out and it seems like people have been going to the theaters returning back so uh this is gonna be a big test. Of, I mean, I've, not a lot of Asian folks. Not a lot of Asian folks. You know, yeah. like I've I've gone to watch Black Widow, uh, and and maybe it's just like, but that's like the weird thing because it, it it's hard to say like oh it's the area that I live in so I don't see a lot of like Asian folks like there's an AMC near you that's why that's not true because I live in like an <laughs> Asian community yeah like mixed with like Hispanic and you know for the most part it's like. Like Olivia and I are the minorities, like going to watch, like movies, and I just don't know. Like even in like my my friend group, like who are like the Asians, like no one's. I don't know a lot of people that are like going out to watch movies. Yeah, and I think you're the only one I know. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> But that's also kind of a bummer. Yeah. Because, you know, when Black Panther came out, everyone, everyone went because they were super stoked and it felt like they were part of something like culturally like special Mm -hmm. and it was exciting. And I don't, I definitely don't feel like the Asian, like Asian entertainment gets that same support. No, absolutely not. And the only, that's why it's like, all right, Asians, like. Now's your time. You have to be the ones that, that lead the way. Yeah. On this. Like, there's a lot of us. And, you know, it's like you, you kind of like vote with your dollar in that sense. And this also like relates to food where. No one wants to go to like a Chinese restaurant and spend a lot of money. When I say no one, I I mainly speak to like the Asian community. It's like, especially like Chinese people, like they, one of the things that like will always come up, it's like, oh, like how did, if after a meal, it's like, oh, how was it? It's like, oh, it was expensive. Like it's a bad thing. And again, like the dollar puts the dollar is value. So if you constantly are saying that like Chinese food is like only good if it's like cheap, then you get more Panda Expresses, Mm. you know, you get like, or you also like, will we'll see a lot of like Chinese restaurants like not do well because especially during like COVID it's like, like people aren't going out as much. Yeah. And and it's like I I see a lot of like restaurants like closing down. And I think the only I'm like all over the place, but I feel like the only like Chinese restaurant that is kind of like a higher price point that actually gets a lot of support, which is kind of weird, is Din Tai Fung. Oh yeah. And if you don't know what that is, um, they make like a lot of soup. Like they're famous for their soup dumplings. If you don't know what a soup dumpling is, um, 
<laughs> yeah, how would you describe to someone? It's like a little pouch of um, volcanic magic <laughs> in soup in a soup bowl. Yeah, it's like a dumpling. There's um, there's meat, and inside the dumpling is like there's actually like broth inside, and they do that by making a broth full of like fat and collagen. They chill it so it, like gelatinizes. They'll chop that up, mix it in with like the meat content, so that when it's when you steam the dumpling, the jellified broth will then melt, and then you have like a little pouch of like soup. And when it comes out fresh, it is so hot. <laughs> and if you just try to pop one like um like a Mentos, um, <laughs> you will burn the freaking crap out of your mouth. But they're so good. But Din Tai Fung is like. They're very well known for them, and it is like I've actually never been, but from like just seeing the prices, like it's pretty expensive, like yeah. for Chinese food, and I, I think that's the problem. That statement that I just said, hmm. right? Because like we can, we've gone to like, like cool restaurants. Mm-hmm. We've been to Major Domo, the we've, coolest. Yes. <laughs> And, like, I've been multiple times, and I have no problem paying that that tab. You know, we've been to, like, cool restaurants in, like, in Disneyland and California Adventure. And the coolest. And we've never had a problem, like, paying that tab. Because it's, like, American food. Yeah. And it's kind of like... Like, we do get a say in, like, what is valued because, like, it's our culture. And if we constantly push this idea that, like, it should be cheaper because we don't want to spend a lot of money, then it's going to, like, that narrative, like, that reality is going to kind of, like, transmit, like, more and more. Do you think that stems from decades and decades of that narrative from non-Asian people pushing that, you know, as, as Asian food, uh, expanded, you know, from like the West coast in and were like cheaply imitated, um, and, and mass reproduced. Do you think that just became uh, this fast food of some kind? I think some of it comes from, like it's weird where like a lot of Asian people are very prideful on the inside, but on the outside, they're like very self-deprecating. It's like this idea of like fake humble, like you want to be seen as like meek. And I think there's also like a combination of like hospitality and so when you mash those things together where you don't feel like your food is like good enough sometimes for like non-Asian people, then in order to get people into your like restaurant, you have to drop that price hmm. like super low where like you can get this big tray of like chow mein or like you can get like big platters of like food. And people are only spending like three bucks on it. Yeah. You know, it's like funny where we can like, we can literally take a drive down to like Alhambra or Monterey Park, hit up a restaurant, get a nice, like big ass plate of noodles. And it'll probably be less than like 10 bucks. Huh. And there's like, there's beef and like scallion and all this other stuff. If we went to an Italian restaurant. Yeah. And got a, plate of pasta like 20 some dollars <laughs> yeah and it's the same thing noodles protein some, some veggies, sauce. sauce yeah the the uh i think as we the transition between food and entertainment with asian americans you know without there would be no shang chi if there was no bruce lee right yeah and I think we go back to the Bruce Lee topic because there are some statements made from uh, 
Quentin Tarantino on a podcast. And if you're not aware of what happened, uh, it stems from the, the movie Once Upon a Time in Hollywood that he released a couple years ago. Fictional tale about the Manson murders, um, fictional meeting of having Bruce Lee uh, in a person depicting him in the film. And there was some controversy of, you know, how that Bruce was depicted, what happened in that film. Uh, it's a fairy tale of a movie, and I enjoyed it. I didn't enjoy the depiction of Bruce Lee, but recently the topic keeps getting brought up, you know, um, and Quentin, Tar- Quentin Tarantino recently stoked the flames again about like his version or idea of what Bruce Lee was. And I think that that again, like doesn't help what's happening in society with Asian Americans or Asians in general, you know, but stemming from COVID to the attack on, you know, physically and, emotionally online all that stuff with asian americans but for again to someone to speak out about you know it's like speaking out against what what asian americans have to a martin luther king to to a muhammad ali to you name uh, a great icon and like legend in the sport or even in just in life it's uh it's interesting to hear and also sad to hear those words from someone like that and he he like doubled down like that's what kind of made me made it worse like it made me like frustrated made me like kind of sad felt embarrassed for him yeah he um and it's weird it's like i definitely don't want to bring up what he said but i definitely want to let's say what 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 shannon lee said bruce's daughter and it's it's worth it's worth mentioning because um he just went, he went off not only on, on, on Quentin went off on Bruce, but also on Linda, yeah, the family and, and Linda, Linda Lee as well. Um, but Shannon said that she's tired of hearing from white men in Hollywood that Bruce Lee was an arrogant, was arrogant and an asshole. I think in that response, especially in the seventies, right? Late sixties, seventies, you mentioned like, Asian Americans or Asians had to to appeal to a white audience and for us food wise somewhat meek fake humbleness um I don't think that was the approach in Hollywood Bruce had to be loud louder he had to be able to like be somewhat arrogant boisterous cuz if you're going to be a superstar you're going to be a star you got to you got to be that but it's funny how like even the use of words, right? Like, someone would look at Bruce Lee, obviously from the outside, mm-hmm. and just say, oh, he was arrogant. He was cocky. Sub in whatever white actor. Mm-hmm. And Steve then McQueen. Confident. Yeah. Strong. Yeah. You know, he he demanded your respect. Yeah. And it's like, those are all positive things. But all of a sudden, when an Asian, Asian American, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> born in America, <laughs> yeah, born in San Francisco, um, and it's it's interesting when, when that's still a that's still some like a, a narrative, kind of is keeping like being, just spoken out there and and the depiction of that, and uh, well so. So Shannon keeps going with like, uh, she says like they have no idea and cannot fathom what it might have been taken to get work in 1960s and 70s in Hollywood as a Chinese man with an accent. Um, yeah, it's, uh, he says, I, you know, I, I hope Quentin gets smacked by, by Shannon because uh, he deserves it. Yeah. He, he deserves it. Um, now... That's definitely different than, than the food and we're talking about, but with the the hopes, the high hopes of of the new Marvel movie coming out, I mean, it just definitely makes me excited to, to see that. But I think it's, there are the connections. Yeah, it's all there. Right? Like, in order for, like, yeah, Asian Americans and Chinese Americans need to be more Bruce Lee-like. Because if we're not, then nothing changes. Yeah. You know, like, 
It all stays the same. It all stays the same. And like that dude had to like Bruce Lee put in work and he had to like make a name for himself. And like he did it. He did it. Yeah. And that was like the craziest thing where it's like it wasn't just Asians excited to see him. Mm-hmm. Like everyone. Yeah. You know, like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar wanted to be in a movie with him. With him. Yeah, I mean, white actors wanted to learn from him, uh, you know, and sought him out. And so it's, it's still a, an icon to, to strive for and to be inspired by. And now we get to see that through this, this Marvel movie that's coming out, which is amazing. And that's, yeah. I mean, it makes me more excited to, to as we talk about it, to want to go and see it uh, at a- AMC. <laughs> there, at AMC. Uh, <laughs> yeah man it's um as we roll into this next wave of the pandemic it's you know things things seem for a lot of folks that a lot of people are there's so much content to be watched that it's 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 easy to just forget that oh you can go to the movie theaters mm-hmm. but hopefully you can go safely and feel uh feel confident that you're not putting yourself at harm or your levels at harm, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. I think that's like the big thing to piggyback on that. You know, I was like thinking a lot about it and it's like, I've been going out a lot recently, but I feel good doing it. Mm -hmm. Not just for the, like, obviously the fun factors there. Like I miss going out. Yeah. You know, I missed, I missed going to restaurants. I missed going to like Disney. And for me, it's like, okay, like if I want to do these things and do it safely, then like I need to like take care of myself. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I believe like in, in the data of like, again, the whole like vitamin D thing. Like I take vitamin D every single morning. Like 5,000 IUs, <laughs> like I just pop it. And then I also like run a lot like outside, like in the sun to like work on like my like health in general, but like my my physical and immune health. And it was like kind of cool because like Olivia went to the doctors recently, got some blood work done and they were like, whoa, your vitamin D levels are, like, really good because she's doing the exact same thing because, like... Upping it. Because I'm like, hey, you should do this. You should take this. Like, I have all these supplements. Like, you should take them. And, like, so that's, like, cool to hear. And, you know, so far, like, I've had, like, no, like, negative, like, physical, um, like, things happen. Yeah. So it's just like that, that extra, like, Hey, we need to stay safe, but we also need to like do preventative care also. Yeah. And like, you know, take a walk outside, (laughs) you know, enjoy outside and like exercise and eat some pizza every now and then, but also like, you know, have a smoothie. Yeah. (laughs) I think it's also important to, you know, it's like ways to, and you know, I think burnout's going to happen to everyone in some form or fashion. And I think to ways to, I don't know if you can avoid burnout, but at least to help sidestep, ease, uh, you know, taking your taking care of yourself physically and mentally. You know, obviously the the things of like obviously, please get vaxxed, um, wear a mask vitamins but finding the enjoyment in like little things and uh just by having 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 that uh i I don't know if hope is the right word but like man like finding that online community and just in the enjoyment of you know connecting with other folks still because some folks aren't able to like hang out like we are or go out uh to these places because of whatever financial hardships or just because of where they're at but uh the connection is always still there and you know, there's so much to stream, but there's also so much to listen to and everyone's not too far away from each other because Zoom's still available and 
and uh, FaceTime. So it's always it's always a good reminder that everyone has like the choices if they if they choose to. But it's nice to like mention all the things that are helping us, you know. Yeah. You know, it's like I've I've definitely felt that my my friend my friendship group has like been a lot more concentrated and it like we've talked about this before but it's like okay like because i don't want to just kind of be super flippant about like going out and like hanging out with people like i'm i'm very choosy now like mm-hmm. who i'm going to hang out with and who i feel like comfortable and safe hanging out with and like it it almost like we've we like connected it to like last year when the nba did a bubble yeah and it's like all right like create your own bubble because like man being disconnected from people is like that can like that can break people mentally yeah and we kind of like get that sense being at work because we're seeing like people come out and it's like, like you, I think you make the point a lot, which is super funny. It's like, Oh, you haven't interacted with a human like face to face in like a really long time. Like you need to check yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's unfortunate to, to be able to realize, to make those discoveries in person because, you know, again, we've, we haven't had the ability to just check out and like, uh, we've been straight through on the front line. Mm-hmm. Obviously, not the front line of like medical services, but front line of like sometimes people need coffee, whether it be for better or worse, and they get coffee. Um, to so to see this where, where we're at now at the stage of the pandemic, it's it's fascinating because the people who are now just getting out and feeling free, I'm like, hey, hey not that free. <laughs> Tone it down. Yeah, <laughs> use your words correctly. No cash. No cash. And um, (laughs) I know we're not enforcing social distancing, but... um, Please. Don't just stand right behind someone when they're looking at a menu. (laughs) Yeah. It gets, like, really weird. uh, Yeah, it gets creepy because, like, I'm like, hey, uh, because the person (laughs) doesn't know they're behind them. Back up. (laughs) Sir, back up. (laughs) It's like that meme of... uh, I don't know if you ever saw Jessica Jones, but... uh, purple man standing over jessica jones super close and i love that because i'm like that's people during the pet like now like forgetting that social distancing is the thing they're like "Mm -mm, i'm smelling your neck yeah (laughs) it's like we use the same shampoo (laughs) and that shampoo is none i don't shower get out of here gyllenhaal yuck yuck (laughs) oh man it's um it's uh the nba is not doing the bubble again this year right they're doing the the west coast east coast bubble Right? Or no, they're just doing, fuck it, we're full on. No, like they, they just like, they went for it. Yeah. You know, and it like worked out, I think. They, there were fans. Yeah. At, at the games. The Bucks, the Bucks won. Yeah. Gian, I want, okay, Giannis won. Giannis won. <laughs> and they had a parade. Yeah, which looked insane. Not as insane as Lollapalooza, but insane. Yeah. And it's like, there's a part of me where I was like, whoa, that's exciting. And also like, whoa, that's like kind of. Oh, this is this is Delta all caps. But then me being a Laker fan. And then like when we won the championship, it was in the bubble. Like there was that part of me that was like, I want a parade. <laughs> <laughs> I want a parade. I want to go to a parade. <laughs> it's funny now that we're, you know. Summer league is happening, and it fe- it feels like basketball's never really left. Yeah, it feels like basketball is just twenty four seven. Also, because of the Olympics, I don't know if you were able to catch. Yeah, any, I watched like, it. I watched some of it. it. Was fun to to watch Olympic ba- international basketball. Yeah, slightly different uh, gameplay, but fun to see all the stars on one team. Just like fun to be like, wow, cool, and also like. Whoa, why? Who are you on other teams? I'm like, yeah. Why are you playing so well? Yeah. <laughs> who are you? Why is Evan Fournier, Fournier. Like, hitting shots? Yeah, and I I love it. It's also interesting to see like it 
just because you put the best players on one team doesn't mean it's going to work out. Yeah. Like watching some of USA basketball for this Olympics, even though we won the gold medal, like they just didn't seem like gel gel together. Yeah. Like the 08, oh, the redeemed no. yeah. team. Um, the mission. Or even like um, 2012. Mm-hmm. Like where they, they won like the back to back. And then obviously the epitome of it all was like the pinnacle was like the dream team 92. Like those teams looked like, like they've played years together. Yeah. Speaking of, we are watching 92. So playoffs are in the fall, right? Or early in the year, earlier in the year. Yeah. So this would, I mean, this is before the dream. This is before, right before the dream team went, right? Mm hmm. Amazing. It all comes back around. We're pointing to there's a game playing on in the background that we're watching on, on the YouTube. The Knicks Bulls 92 and we just referenced the USA basketball team, which is the pinnacle would be the dream team. And uh, I just put it together. PJ Armstrong, too excited. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, we're just putting it together that like, you know, the USA teams, they don't have a lot of times to they do practice, but they weren't as coherent and as a solid team like that. And like with this team talked about with the NBA, like kind of being like off schedule, mm-hmm. like you had team USA this year. Um, so you have, you had two players who were, or three players who were in the finals, Devin Booker, Chris Middleton, Middleton and Drew holiday. They all played in the NBA finals and they actually missed a few Olympic games. I think they might've missed like maybe one or I don't know. But then they came in after the finals to join Team USA. So it's like even more disjointed. Yeah. Because you don't have your full squad there. And I know Drew Holiday played and, and Devin Booker played some significant minutes like during the Olympics. So I was like, you know, kind of like looking deeper into it. It's like, oh, that makes sense. It makes sense why things seem like so disconnected. Yeah. It's like, all right, Kevin Durant, put up 60. Yeah. <laughs> save, save America. Captain America. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, uh, it's interesting to, to go. I, I forgot about the Olympics and you brought it up and that's why it feels like we're right back into it. And now we're in the, the summer camp. Yeah. So, yeah. We're just like reliving like 2015 all over again. <laughs> Andre Iguodala back on the Warriors. <laughs> and you got uh, the Lakers full stack, full stack veteran team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and everyone, the East is loaded up and uh, everyone's just ready for the basketball season to start, even though it's just ended. Yeah. So summer, summer league in, in August. When kids are just going back to school, I think it's mm-hmm. like a weird thought. Um, if we were in middle school or high school and our parents gave us the option of, do you want to go to school? Would you have gone to school or be like, mm, no home? Mm. Or would we have the choice? I don't know what schools are doing. So this is purely just. Yeah, I'm not too out sure of what schools are going doing right now, but I, I'm guessing that almost all of them are like back in it. Yeah. I would probably say like when I was in high school, like I hated I hated school. Uh-huh. So I probably would have been like I'm going to stay home. Yeah, it made sense. Like I'm going to pretend to be in my online class, but in reality I'm playing Counter-Strike. <laughs> was was school pretty far for you? We had you have a long commute? No. Uh, school that's was made like it, that's made it harder. <laughs> um did you have to walk um, to school? No. Okay. There, I mean, there was like a few times where I walked home from school. Sure. And it was probably just like... 15 minutes. Like maybe like two miles away. Okay. Yeah. So it wasn't 30 far. minutes. Um, and... But now, if, if, if I had like my mentality, I would have been like, oh, like... I kind of want to... Like, can I do a hybrid... Half the oh. week, I stay home. Yeah. Half the week, I'm going there for recess and lunch. I'm just gonna go for PE. lunch and PE. 
<laughs> and to see if um if my friends are still there yeah yeah i think if it was high school for me i'd, I'd have to take it from home since my commute was far away mm. in the middle school i'm assuming i'm like i wouldn't go just because mom would be like you are always sick you're not getting more sick because <laughs> i was always sick um and so yeah i mean i, I hope kids today have a have a choice and hope they get to wear masks so that's there's that yeah but i hope uh those folks out there that who are still going back to work or you know they got the choice of wearing masks and being safe or staying at home so i don't know at this point i just know that it's been a constant for us and we're pretty safe and it seems like folks are somewhat still you know normal but you know who knows who knows i don't like honestly i don't think anyone knows which is it more <laughs> of a reason like even the people in charge like no one knows nobody knows all i know is that i went back to wing chun and kung fu and i'm wearing a mask and i just feel i'm like this makes sense i feel like a ninja here right. uh and like you don't have trouble wearing i'm like no what did you guys <laughs> I've been running during this pandemic. Yeah. I watched terrifying movies. Cardio is going to save us. <laughs> um, so it's fun and to we, wear a mask. And we work with our masks on. Yeah, I'm fine with hours. it. hours. Oh, you're having trouble doing push-ups with the mask on? Good. <laughs> it's training. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, that's... Uh, we're still doing it. Still doing we're it. We're still here. At this point, I'm just like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, you know? Yeah. Like, me wearing a mask, I believe it's kept me, like, safe and healthy. Same. And I've been on an airplane. Yeah. Trapped in a metal tube in the air, and I kept my mask on. <laughs> Same. Gonna keep it up. Keep it up, you hear? Keep it all up. Um, that's fun, man. Thank you. Yeah. This game's still on, by the way, the so I think still going. towards the end, but that is the end for today's podcast. I want to thank you guys for listening. My name is James. I'm Kendrick. And you guys have been listening to The Master Destroyer. Give us a like and a follow and some reviews. Smash that like button. Do it! <laughs>